Listen at your own discretion as the following content contains strong language, adult dialogue, discussions of violence, and spoilers. Cue the intro. And welcome to Three Reads in a Pod. My name is Heather. I'm Sarah. And I'm Delia. If you're interested in a trio of ladies that get together and record our book club for the masses, stick around. In this episode of Three Reads, we'll be discussing Fay Fever by Kara, no, Karen Marie Monning. There we go. If you want to read along, we post the book and book bite of the month on our Instagram, which is three, that's the number three, reads in a pod. Without further ado, it's time to turn the page. I keep forgetting if it's moaning or moaning, and I know we've had this conversation before. It's moaning. Every time we talk about her, it's, it's moaning. <laughs> and I laugh because moaning is way funnier. Yeah, especially with the way this book ends a little bit. Oh. I shouldn't be laughing about that, but. Uh. No, it was literally sexual assault. Yep, we'll get to it. <laughs> so. <clears throat> Just so you guys know, we, this is our third one in the series that we've done, and we don't have plans to stop reading the rest of the series and recording it anytime soon, but we are going to stop doing the summaries because uh, they get very, very long, and I don't have the patience to continue doing them. So They're long. They are hard. Don't make us do it. Thanks. Appreciate y'all. Okay. I want to do it if it's long and hard. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, you know what? I'm I'm kind of I don't disagree with you. Okay, but <clears throat> so we meet up with Mac. She's still in Dublin, still living at the bookstore, still hanging out with Barons, Blaine, and the rest of the mystery gang, Danny and Rowena, and the like. She's lying in the gutter because the shisa dough is nearby and causing her pain. We learn that the book slash beast possesses people and makes them commit atrocities, and then moves on to the next possession. That's how it's moving around. Inspector Jane figures out about the dark zones. Max sees Barons come out of one of the mirrors, the unseelie mirrors, with a dead woman, and he's covered in blood. Mac has Jane over for tea and has and some unseelie because with the unseelie he can see unseelie. How many times can I say unseelie? If this were a drinking grain, everybody would be drunk. Anyway. I'll have Jacqueline prepare me a, a drink. Oh, good. Please Now I want drinks. <laughs> I'm, already, <laughs> I'm already in the wine. That's why this is so difficult. All right, I'll keep going. <clears throat> so he comes out of a mirror with a dead woman, and uh, Mac gives Jane some unsealy so that he can see the unsealy because when you eat it, then you can see what's walking around. Obviously, uh, he is scared shitless. Anyway, Mac receives a diary page from Alina's diary. That's her sister who was murdered in the first book in case you guys forgot. Mac meets up with Christian and learns he can tell when someone is lying to him, always, and that Barons is a long-lived motherfucker. We also learn that Christian is part of the McKelters, a clan of ancient druids that hail from the Highlands. KMM, Miss Karen, wrote about the uncles Christian talks about in her Highlander series, but they're more romance than they are urban fantasy. So if you want more background on them, you can hit up her Highlander series, but if you just want to keep trucking along, then we can keep trucking along. Anyway, we don't have plans to read those, though, but if you as a reader want to go ahead, feel free. Um, The walls between man and fairy are close to coming down and will fall on Halloween if the rituals are they have planned don't work. 
So Mac also learns that the Fairy Queen is missing. Blaine gives Mac his name so she can summon him. And she gives he gives her his name via kissing, which is weird. But anyway, the she-seers from the Abbey attack Mac at the bookstore. They were trying to take the spear from her. One of them dies because they try to attack Mac and Mac's not having that bullshit. Uh, she does it on accident. She doesn't kill him on purpose. Anyway, Mac goes to confront Rowena at the Abbey. She takes Blaine with her. She's not received well, obviously, because she brought a fairy prince into the Abbey and they're very anti-fae. Mac gets a call from the LM. I'm not going to call him the Lord Master, even though I just did. Her sister's boyfriend. And he offers her Alina back. He's like, you know what? If you come work with me, I'll get you Alina back. I'll bring her back to life. Anyway, she says she'll think about it. And then she asks Barons to teach her to resist voice, the druid power of coercion. And Baron says he will. Mac makes a Mac halo, which is a helmet with lots of light so she can walk through the shades and not get devoured. Mac's lessons in voice don't go well and get interrupted by a tip from Jane. Mac and Barons go on the hunt for the book and are unsuccessful. They do this quite a bit. What she does learn is that Barons and Blaines don't want to get close to one another. That Barons is something scary enough that the Fae Prince fears him. Mac gets another letter from whoever is sending her di- the diary pages of her sister's journal. She thinks it's the LM. Danny and the She-Seers want to meet with Mac without Rowena knowing about it. Mac agrees. Blaine takes Mac to the beach where she learns that LM was once Fae. His name is Derek. And he was cast out by the Fae Queen. This actually happens in the Highlander series. Um, his immortality and Fae-ness removed. He was supposed to die because he was supposed to be human. He was supposed to catch some kind of plague or something and die. but Because fairies don't know that much about people. But he was resourceful and he lives and now he's the LM. Mac meets up with Barons at the bookstore where he voices her to tell him all about the book and everything she's been keeping from him. She makes the claim that he might as well have raped her, and he responds saying that rape isn't something you walk away from. You crawl. Mac learns that O'Banion, uh, that's the Rocky O, is she killed him, and then her his brother came looking for him. That's the guy. He's eating unseely, and Fiona is with him, with him also eating unseely. Mac learns that the Seelie cannot touch the Unseelie Hollows, that's the amulet, silver's book, and box, and that the Unseelie cannot touch the Seelie Hollows, which are the sword, the spear, the stone, and the cauldron. Question. Yes. Are we up to six drinks at this point? Who, me? <laughs> oh, yeah. <I> know. <laughs> How many times have I said Unseelie? Well, that was- At one... least six or seven. Oh, way more than that, I feel like, at this point. Like, Jesus. Um <laughs> Mac meets the She-Seers and learns that they have been protecting the book and they lost it. Not sure how that happened, but it happened about 20 some odd years ago. Christian asks that Barons come and help them keep the walls up on Halloween in Scotland. And Mac asks Barons to touch the spear, finds out he's not unsealy, that's seven or seven or eight drinks. And for him to help Christian, which he agrees to, not knowing what he, she's asking for, but then he goes and helps her because she, she tricked him and it was great. Anyway. We learn that the Unseelie King made the Unseelie because the Fae Queen would not make his concubine immortal, and he was trying to learn the Song of Making. The King and Queen fought, and the King killed the Queen before the song could be given to the Queen's heir. As she died, she walled the Unseelie into a prison. The King, in repentance, poured his darkness into the book. It became sentient and is now known as the Beast, which is what people are searching for. So they're searching for a book that contains all the worst parts of the Unseelie King. Who wants this fucking book and why? Anyway, and that's the million dollar question. Mac and Barons hunt for the book again. Barons almost picks it up, but it scares him enough to grab Mac and leave it there. 
Mac makes Baron's a birthday cake. He throws it on the ceiling and tells her not to mistake him for what he isn't, which is human. Barons goes to Scotland. Mac tries to go to the Abbey, but she never makes it. Instead, she holes up in a church, some church bell tower, while the humans riot in the streets and lose their lives by the thousands being thrown into dark zones as the walls between man and fairy come down. The book ends with Mac being raped by three, maybe four, unseely princes being turned Priya and then Priya, Priya, and being kept in Derek's control. So that's that's that wild is. stuff. I know, isn't it crazy? That's why we can't keep doing these. How long was that? That was like five minutes. And I feel like the book wasn't that, like, it was very easy to read, but there was a lot going on, too. There is a lot going on. There's not really a whole lot of downtime where they're just shooting the shit, you know? Right. Mac is a busy lady. She's doing stuff. And getting right. It's awful. My goodness. Mm-hmm. Bet y'all didn't see that coming, huh? No, oh, I sure did not. I did not, not see her coming. No, I didn't. I didn't oh. either. I mean, you know, yeah. I I think with at some point, I feel like in, in this novel, they made a lot of um, it was like foreshadowing with how much uh, sexual I don't want to say sexual tension, but they talk about sex a lot. It's like, our, you know, uh, Barons asks if she's fucking someone and Blaine will ask if, he's, if she's fucking someone. Everyone keeps asking her who she's fucking. <laughs> at the end of the day, it's not trying to get her to fuck them. Yes, yes. And I was so bothered. When I was rereading this book, I was paying attention to the way that Blaine and Mac interact and how rarely does she ever feel sexual attraction for him that isn't him coercing her. her. Right. Whereas that's not the case with Barons. She feels it quite a bit when it comes to Barons, and he's obviously, like, he's not coercing that, at least not in the same way Blaine is if he is. Right. So... I just found oh yeah, interesting. you know, um, like when Christian asks if she wants to have sex with Marins, and she's like, "No," and he's like, "Lie." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah," but she answered girl. that. She asked him basically to. She basically asked him to ask her that question because she didn't want to lie to herself because her dad was always like, "You can lie to yourself so easily," and she didn't want to, mm-hmm. and she needed to know. But well, now we yeah. know. Yeah. So oh, does it know. ever explain? How Christian can determine lies from truth. He's a druid. They oh. just have special gifts sometimes. That's amazing. Did it say that he was a druid in this book? I don't know. I just know he is because I've read the other books. Oh, amazing. If, I haven't, a if they haven't said it yet, then they will say it. Because so all we need to do is ply you with alcohol and we get all the answers we need about maybe. this book series. Oh, I mean, okay. I'm not not saying that. I am half a bottle in, and I'm not sad about it. Same. Wow. So initial thoughts. Let's start there. You go first, Heather. Oh, I thought it was great. I really liked it. Um, I'm liking Mike. Mike. (laughs) I'm (laughs) liking Mike Kayla a lot more than I was initially. Mm -hmm. She's starting to come into herself and make smarter decisions. Mm -hmm. And um, I still just – I don't always relate to her. Because mm-hmm. I've never been the female to love dresses in the color pink. Mm-hmm. But I can definitely see how she grows as a human. Mm-hmm. And I have also grown as a human. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, have you been drinking today too, Heather, prior to this? Not prior to this. <laughs> but she did drink every time I said on Celia, and that's a half a little tiny bottle gone. That's like oh a gosh. shot. See, I was going to do And I'm wine, chasing it with wine. Oh, dear. Oh, dear, Heather. I'm here to get crunk. Anyway. Crunk. <laughs> crunk. It's the when we're recording this, but crunk. readers, so, you know. Ooh, We're a little yeah. bit done with the year at this point in uh, time. Literally Rated. December the 30th of 2021. Mm-hmm. Take me away 2022. Yep. Um, okay. Sarah, you can talk about your initial thoughts because I have more to say. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, my initial thoughts, again, easy read. Um, I listened to the audiobook again. So if you listen to her on like 2.5, she's great. Um, <laughs> yeah, because she reads in the Southern accent a lot. So if you speed that puppy up, you can still understand so everything they're saying. To say, oh, gosh, yeah. But I have so many things to say about her being Southern. I didn't even realize the first billion times I read this book that I realize now. Yeah, she – with this, um, I will say, again, there was a lot of the foreshadowing with the uh, the sex and the rape. Um, it was interesting to find out about the Shisadu being like a beast, like having its own form, you know. And how it moves around on its own. That's That was really neat. I really enjoyed. I don't know how much I enjoy. Her eating. The unsealy right now. You know obviously. Like I, that part kind of. Grosses me it's out. gross right? Yeah. But she's uh, like addicted in some levels. She, and she doesn't want to admit it. And then Barons is like if I see you eating that. I'm going to hit you. And I'm going to beat you. And she's like I'll beat you. Alright sure. Sure you're going to beat my ass. Let's remember who basically won. The last showdown we had. In the Buren. Right. Called. Uh now, I can't tell you how many times I listened to this that I kept thinking Barons was Obanian. Like, I don't know why I kept getting the two confused. So I'm sitting here like, why Why is she talking about Barons as if he was this mean guy who had that spear? That was that other man. And I kept getting confused. But I think it's because I was listening to it um, and I was half asleep sometimes because I just yeah. didn't want to stop because it was so easy, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, though, yeah, I really liked it. Obviously... Uh, I'm really interested to see how the whole Priya thing turns out. Yeah, the out beginning of book four is real. I love it so much. I started yeah. listening to it, mm-hmm. and um, but I didn't get very far because I got to switch over to which is only five. I gotta, I gotta bleep that out, Heather. <laughs> oh wait, <laughs> my deepest apologies. It's all right, but so you didn't get very far into it. It's porn. No. She's watching porn. That's all you yeah. need to know. Yeah. We're just talking about porn. It's fairy porn. Oh my gosh. Which Ugh. is what I just read. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you did. It was rough though. Like it's interesting this to read that scene at the end. I know this is like jumping way far ahead. But it's interesting to read that scene at the end when she knows that it's not something she likes. Like she doesn't, she knows this isn't what she wants. She didn't consent to this. There's a bunch of shit going on. And then they just take her whole life from her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that like, sure, it's actually, actually happening. This, this rape scene is actually happening. But then there's some metaphorical stuff that relates, I think, to women who've gone through sexual assault stuff, which is like, I, you've murdered the person I used to be. And now I have to learn how to live with this trauma that you gave me. 
Hmm. That didn't fucking ask for. Right. Right. And I think it was so reminiscent of that moment where um, she and Barons were talking and he uses the voice on her and he's like, who are you? You know, and she's like, oh, I'm a cheesier. He's like, no, who are you? She's like, oh, Michaela Lane, I'm 22, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, he's like, close your eyes, stripped of all, you know, what are you inside? Stripped of like your name and what this world's given you are you and she's like i'm vengeant and i'm like yeah you're batman so yeah yeah, you're batman (laughs) you are batman before that though can i just say he says like you need to find that place she goes i don't understand what you mean he goes i know that's why you're still hopping (laughs) (laughs) i love that so much because he's got that he's like funny sometimes it cracks me up but i sent that to my aunt and I was like, I can't. I, I'm dead. Baron just like killed me because this was hilarious. I don't know why. Do you? Do we get a definitive answer as to what he is? I mean, obviously, we have a lot of. By the stuff. end of it, you'll have more answers than not. Okay, good. I can't promise you'll be satisfied with not. Like, you're not going to know everything. Like origin story, what the fuck, who, what, when. I mean, you'll know some stuff, and and that'll be satisfying. You'll just have to be satisfied with the info you got. Which is better than what know. you have now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which like, is minimal. Mm-hmm. Right now, in I just know he's life old. right now, I don't know who, what, when. So I can deal with it in a book. So I yeah. don't know, you know. It's cool. Um, no, yeah. Uh, the fact that we see him coming out of the mirror with the dead lady. Ooh. I was sh- like, and he doesn't look sad about it. Silvers. That was the other thing, too, is Michaela very much describes him coming out and is like, he's not sad about what he did. He's not remorseful at all. Right? Yeah, because he always, like, she'll notice he comes back with blood on him very frequently in the first two. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she's like, where'd that blood come from? He's like, ah, I just saved a poor puppy in the street from She's dying. like, sure. You know. Sure you did. <laughs> I believe <laughs> you. Things. So that's, it's really funny how it's, uh, well, obviously it's all going to tie in together, but um, I like that. And then Fiona, I was not expecting her. I told you she comes back Fiona. a little bit. <sighs> I hope... She gets a lot of bad things. Oh. We're wishing a lot of bad things on her. We don't like her. And yeah. she's eating unseekly? Did we? Yeah. Yeah, she yeah. is. Yeah. I think I remember. I don't know if she, if, I don't know if you know that specifically or if I kind of gave that away, but she is hanging no, out with Obi. They made it. They made it. Yeah. They. If it wasn't explicitly said, it was heavily yeah, implied. Yeah, heavily implied. Because it yeah. said that, you know, she, the lady in the car was also, she's got the same vibe that she was eating the unsealy. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, then she's like, oh, it's Fiona. Because, you know, mm-hmm. bosoms. But it, it makes you, <gasps> well, is she not afraid her bosoms are going to rot off? Like. Only if she gets stabbed by the spear. She's fine. Otherwise. The only spear. reason why Malouche, right. the douche, became to, started to rot <laughs> like that is because, yeah, it's because, uh. I know Malouche the douche is the, it's the best name. It's an accurate name anyway. It's because uh, Michaela stabbed him with the spear. Yeah. Which is and why she was nervous to carry it. Mm-hmm. Which is yeah. why she was nervous to carry it when she had eaten the unsealing. Mm. So, I mean, unless Fiona's hanging out next to Danny or Michaela, she should be all right as far as that goes. Mm. If she even survived after this whole shit with the wall went down. Right? What a huge plot-changing scenario. 
it was the weirdest thing for me when I first read this. I was like, you always expect that the thing they set out to do is what they do. Yeah. But th- that right. did not happen. Like they, the whole part of this book was to try and get the walls to stay up and then they didn't. And it just like, that's why this is a different trajectory mm-hmm. from here on out. Yep. Changes a lot. Yeah, I was mm-hmm. really surprised by that too because I thought that this was going to be a threat that people weren't going to really, you know, like the majority of people weren't going to be subjected to. Mm-hmm. And then this happened and it's like, oh, no. Okay, everyone now yeah. pretty much. Yeah, they now. I mean. It is. Normally things like this are fought in the shadows. Yeah. And nobody yeah. can know. There's like, an, uh, there's like a thing with secrecy, you know, but not oh, yeah, anymore. I- that's how this whole book felt. It felt like it's actually happening in our world, mm-hmm. but no one knows because we're all normal yeah, humans. Oh. Yeah, we're all normal humans and she seers are fighting this battle. Mm-hmm. So to have the walls come down, it definitely breaks a few of the typical like story norms. Mm-hmm. I almost stopped paying attention in, in books when they're like, there's some great catastrophe and we must stop it because they're going to. Mm-hmm. So for it not to happen, that was I was pretty surprised. Yeah, that yes. blew me away the first time I read it. I was like, "Oh shit, this is a different kind of book." I did not anticipate. See, that's what I like is, uh, yeah, the unexpected. Mm-hmm. Um, not that I didn't obviously the sexual assault wasn't something that I enjoyed, but I understand that it's part of Max's world and it's something that she, you know, would have to face. It's a real danger. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and the fact that they took that away from her, and like you said, it's very metaphorical for women who have had situations like that happen to them IRL. Mm-hmm. So really, uh, really interesting. It was it was more deep. Like when it first started out, I thought it was just going to be kind of like this quick between type book. Mm-hmm. Um, but there, yeah, like you said, there's not a lot of downtime, like at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, she kills someone, and. <laughs> we kind of have to immediately pick up from there and go like she doesn't really have a lot of time to just be like oh well she does have downtime but they just she just doesn't talk about it a lot she's just always doing stuff yeah she's always doing stuff so like the stuff with rowena and rowena oh my gosh rowena she's a hot mess man does she get better is this something am i gonna like her (laughs) because i just don't yeah, you're not supposed to. Okay, see, I thought it was one of those things where it's like tough love and then we're going to find out that she was really doing like all this cool secret stuff behind scenes to save everyone. But no, we just don't like you, Rowena, you old bat. Well, I think we're used to books with good versus evil, not all the gray area. Right, and this is and definitely all the gray area. KMM, she lives in the gray area. 110% like you don't even there are certain things that will come up in like Iced which is book five no book six that book in itself there are certain things that are very very cringy but very very honest and very very gray yeah mm. there's some stuff I've marked too and we'll go over them I, I marked some stuff because I was like we're gonna go over this later when you guys have more information because I think you'll read it differently than the first time I read it. Because the first Ooh. time I read like certain things, like Barons is kind of an asshole to Max. Sometimes he's nice to her, and then sometimes he's not. Like when mm-hmm. she she shows him her pain, like having her sister be murdered, and he like has his hand on her face, and then he starts to like crush her face almost. And he's like, Don't ever show it to me again. Like, don't ever show your pain to me again. 
Like, that is fucked up. But you will get some more information and you're like, okay. All right. I'm ready for more information. I know. I need, I need some Mac and Baron sex to happen, like, right now. Like, Ooh, consensual, yes. Yeah, cons- very consensual. Yes, we, we support that. Um, absolutely. Because I couldn't take it. Like, there was the moment where he's like, oh, you know, you were quite something when they were reminiscing on, you know, her yeah. defining with him. And then she's like, and you were something to feel, but she didn't say it. So I'm like, mm, you really felt like something. Um, I love their I'm, conversations that they have with their eyes. He oh, didn't yeah. say, and then I didn't say, and then it's fun. Right? Oh, I like that too. And then there was also a moment because I live for sexual tension. Um, there was also a moment what had happened where she was talking about how she, uh, because, yeah, because he was asking her like if she'd had sex with Lane. And what side she was on, he was using the voice to get his answers. And that was the moment that we said it was kind of like, I struggled real hard with that scene. I was like, you are pushing her buttons and you are forcing things from her that she does not want to give you. And that is fucked up, Baron. Is that fucked up? Right? Right? And then she talks about how, you know, no one's getting laid in the house. And he's like, I am aware. (laughs) He's like, I am very much aware. (laughs) Okay? And no one here is getting laid. I am not having sex. I know. (laughs) So, and I thought that was so funny. I'm like, just, just do it. (laughs) Just do it. I mean, can you imagine? It's like, uh, he's like, what? At least over 100 years old at this point that we know. At least. Yeah, at least. And we know that he has not, not only is he at least 100 years old, he hasn't aged in 100 years. Mm -hmm. So that's to say, if he stopped aging at 30, he's 130 minimum, which you know is not the case. Yeah. Logically speaking. Definitely, definitely. And he's not human, but does that mean that he was once human? Delia? Oh, God, drink some more wine. (laughs) (laughs) I'd like to order a bottle of wine for Delia so we can get some answers. (laughs) Thank you. All right, here we go. (laughs) You take that sip and then you describe the entire series in detail. (laughs) No, no, God, no. Then I would ruin it for you. There's something to be said about anticipation. <laughs> yeah. Is that a Rocky Horror Picture Show? Rocky it is, Horror. but they hold it for way longer, and I am not good at anticipation. <laughs> so I couldn't hold it as long as he does. He holds it for like a full five seconds. I know I counted. There you go. Oh, it's a long that. time. It's a long time. Tim Curry looks so gorgeous, too. Like He's very sexy in that role, obviously. He really is, though. Like He's attractive. And it made me double-think mm-hmm. my entire life. I'm like, huh. His Can we just talk about, real quick, pause on the Faye Fever situation. But his makeup is on point in that movie. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. His eyebrows, I covet. They gorgeous. Gorgeous. Bold, just his entire beautiful. complexion. Oh, beautiful skin. He's super everything. white. I mean, yeah. Well, they, they painted him white. Very white. But, yeah. Yeah. I think he's going for that whole Transylvania vampire vibe mm-hmm. a bit. Absolutely. It's the wrong season for us to be talking about Rocky Horror. But Halloween did happen in this book, so it that all ties right. in. That that's, is a fact. Right. that's a fact. I forgot yeah. that this was the one about Halloween until I started talking about it a little more towards the mm-hmm. middle and the end. And yeah. Thought, oh, yeah, we were supposed to read that for Halloween. Yes, uh, 
It's Barron's birthday. Is it though? So <laughs> Karen will ask for stuff randomly about this, like on her Facebook. It'd be like, post a picture of uh, Barron's pink birthday cake and tag me in it. Like, okay, KMM, I'll do what you want. She's fun. Oh, I like you that. Ruined I have the to cake. her. You don't yet. Don't yet. You can't get into any of the shit yet. There's spoilers. Oh, don't do it. Okay, don't do it. Don't I will gatekeep. It. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> They're usually pretty good about being like spoiler alert, but oh yeah, but I'm one of those people that I still read it, and I'm I know awful. you. Yeah, I, and then I, I, ruin it I will send you all of the links once you get past a certain point. Okay, good, good. I'm yeah. excited, and I can't believe you threw the cake on the ceiling. I know she was so mad. She was like, "Fuck, you could have made your point a different way." I spent all day baking this thing, and I don't bake. She is not a baker. She is not a homemaker. That is not that is not a career she ever would have had. You no, know? No. no. I was about to say, I remember exactly what I was doing when I read that scene because I was also very angry. <laughs> oh, God. I was feeding my dog. And I was like, no, I was angry on her behalf. Oh. Okay. And I was feeding my dog and I was outside and I was like, what a bastard. Like, you can say I don't want a cake. You can say I don't want to celebrate my birthday. But you don't have to throw it on the ceiling like an asshole. Right? Right. Barons be like that sometimes. So he's kind of And then who's going to clean the ceiling? Well, it's like, it's a tall ceiling, too. Yeah. Like, he's just, you're going to have to look at cake up there. Remnants of cake forever. It's like when we pushed Heather's face into her cake for her birthday. Oh, Oh my gosh. Yes. I had cake icing coming out of my ears for like a week and a half. Mm -hmm. Sorry about that, Heather. I have uh, no regrets, so. I did get pictures from that. Yeah. We should put those on the Insta. Oh, all right. If I remember to do so. It also had pink icing. To be fair. It did have pink icing and Edward Cullen's face on it. Yes. Edward. Which got dipped right into my ear. Magic days. Those are magical days. Mm. Magical days. I'll do it again right now if you want me to. Oh my we just drive over to her house. We can pause on this. I'd bake a cake and send it, but it would take a couple days to get there. Uh huh. We'll have to go kidnap Delia sometime, and then all of us get together for a drink off, bake off, and then we throw our cakes. I'll actually in. have you know, drink I can, I can drunk bake really well. I made wow. champagne cupcakes one time on New Year's Eve, and I was already fucking blitzed. They mm. came out real well. People still talk about those. And you're like, God, I would too, but I don't remember them. I don't. <laughs> I don't know what, what type of cupcakes are those. It sounds like a fancy name. Does have champagne cupcakes? Oh, They're champagne. Just, I thought you said yeah. Shang, Shanghai. She literally <laughs> said Shanghai because I also did not know you said champagne. I also did not know she said that. Oh, well, <laughs> I, know, I was like, everybody mm-hmm. knows champagne. Back when I made my Shanghai cupcakes, no, Jackie champagne. Chan showed up with <laughs> Owen Wilson, and like there must be some Oriental like uh, Chris <laughs> Rock in there. The whole nine. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. God. Oh, oh God. Anyway. But. So what did you think about Mac and Danny's relationship this go Oh, my God. I was going to talk about Danny. I just okay, love her. She is. You get a real sense of how young she is. Mm-hmm. I think I have forgotten that she was quite as young as she was. She's like basically pubescent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She hasn't even filled out her body. She's like 14. Yeah, and she's out killing Unseely, take a drink, and killing Seely or just whatever she can get her hands on. And she just doesn't know her place in the world quite yet Mm -hmm. is the sense that I got as well. And I love 
Go ahead. I just love that she is willing to stand up to the rest of the crew on behalf of Mac because she knows that Mac is good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's she she doesn't really I think she keeps people keep trying to push her into this mm-hmm. place in the world. Mm-hmm. And like the one girl is like, go to bed, Danny. And then Mac's like, she's going to stand behind the door and listen to what we have to say. You know this. Right. Like, yeah. Like, let her do it. You know, I feel like if she's out there kicking ass and killing Unseely, they need to give her a little more. You know? They keep trying to give her, keep, let her keep her innocence. But I mean, she point, doesn't, it doesn't seem like she ever had any, you know? Right. Right. Um, and can we talk about the fact too? I mean, not to change direction completely. I finished my drink, but um, <laughs> whatever. Uh, but oh yeah, about her, about Mac killing, you know, the lady and Moira. Some yes, Moira, and they were like, "Hey, um, we know she didn't mean to. You know, it was an accident. It still sucks that it happened, but yeah, you know, she was right though. She was like, "Don't blame me. Look, it was an accident. I pulled out my spear because you guys were trying to kill me. I didn't know what you were. I tried to not to, but Rowena sent you to me when she knew I had a the spear and b all the she seer abilities that you guys have. Like right, and plus more, really. Like, yeah, way, like, you know, she was literally recognized for the way she looks. I think mm-hmm. that says a lot about her bloodline. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And then also, if you're going to try to attack me and I try to kill you, how is that my fault? Yeah. Can we go right. to victim blaming, please? Yeah. She's just trying to live her life and work at the bookstore. Right. And they're going to show up and try to kill her. Not even try to kill her. Whatever they were trying to do. They're trying to take her spear. Thank you. Yes. They're trying to take her spear. And so she defends herself and, oh, look at her. She's the bad guy. Okay. Get get real. Get real. That's a good representation of how under Rowena's thumb they are. And you'll come to see that more and more as we go on, unfortunately. There is some, like, like Kat. Kate? Kat? What's her name? Is it Kat? Kat. Kat is one of those. Kitty Cat. Kitty Cat. So, Kitty Cat, she is really You said I could, so I was gonna. (laughs) I'll allow it. But she's one of those people that kind of has a good head on her shoulders and sort of leads the pack a little bit, but they still follow. They march to the tune of Rowena's drum 110%. Like to the point where Kat was talking to uh, Mac on the phone about the uh, orb of Dejai and was like, she said that you'd say that. Like Rowena has been playing politics way longer than... Mac has yep. even been alive. Yep, yep, yep. You know. Mm-hmm. Also, can we talk about the orb? Yeah. So, did Barons straight up kill a bunch of them? I, I don't think he would have. Barons knows more about about the book and mm-hmm. about how they used to keep the book. He knows about that stuff a little bit, which I should not have told you. But here we are. So more wine for Delia. Yeah. More wine. <laughs> shut up. Shut up. <laughs> so <laughs> so I don't think that he would want to get rid of the she seers because he talks a lot about how he needs Michaela safe. And if there's she seers out there getting rid of the unseely, then that's all for the good for him. That and they're keeping the Abbey protected. And the Abbey has so much information in it that you don't want to fall into the hands of the not the people that he doesn't want them to fall in the hands of, you know, like all the bad people. Like the, mm-hmm. right. the, the she seers are a known 
you know what they're going to do, what their end goal is, what they're going to try and get taken care of. They know that, you know, but so I don't think he did personally, just because I think that he has too much to gain. He, he has too much to lose, rephrase. He has too much to lose from letting the she-seers get taken down. So, Then who did it and how did they do it? Well, he stole it, didn't he? Oh, did he? I've already forgotten. I think he did. Because it, it showed up at the auction in book two, right? <gasps> it did. And he never oh, buys my. things, really, that he wants. He steals them. <laughs> right. We found right. out. So I think he stole it. Oh, yes, the auction with the president. I got you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he stole it. A I would, celebrity I would with a bad haircut. Mm-hmm. I would bet he stole it, and I would bet that whoever did anything with it knew that it could be stolen, and so it was like a, either it wasn't the right orb or it was the right orb, and they just uh, – Booby-trapped it. Yeah, that's not the word I was, gonna, I was going for, but yeah. Desecrated. Sabotaged. Sabotaged. No, Sabotaged. Desecrate. Something, something like that. Booby traps. It doesn't matter. Either okay. way it goes. Please. It didn't Please. do what it was supposed to do. Also, like that many shades in that big of a building. Dead. All of yeah. them dead. All of them dead. Dead and redead. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Surprised Danny made it out. Actually, I'm not. She's super fast. So. But I'm actually outrunning the shade. Good question. Or shades really slow because they run at the opposite speed of the speed of light. Mm. Oh, there, there. Mm. No, I don't think they're, they're slow. I think they just are. I got what you're saying, though. <laughs> Thank you. But like, if we're not going to get into the physics of darkness and lightness, I can't do that right now. I've had too much to drink, so. But remember the one shade that grew to like twenty five feet long. Oh, and flipped her off. She's the one that yeah. Off. She gives her the bird. He gives her the bird all the time. I want them it to does. become best friends. I want that to be a thing. Do they become friends, Delia? They do not. Can confirm. Not because I've read the books. Because I know how hatred works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They aren't frenemies. They're just enemies. They're just enemies. Man, I feel yeah. like I would give my friends the bird. Well. Okay, there, I can see it. You're, there you're is one her. scene. Can I? I just I laugh when um when he does that to to Michaela when Barons does that to Michaela and then Michaela's like he's like I left you the keys and she goes I'll accept his apology only if it's the Ferrari and it's the Ferrari. Yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's like I'm not apologizing to you, but here's some stuff I bought you because I thought you might like it. I know. Yeah. Uh, she's like Barons is still apologizing and I'm like he's still apologizing she's like he bought this and this and I'm like oh okay yeah okay. he's apologizing 110 percent for sure oh I also because and he draws attention to that too he's like you keep going with all these other people and keep talking to all these other people but a I'm the one that teaches you how to protect yourself and b I'm the one that gives you the things that you want you asked for a washer and dryer I gave you one you asked which is dumb but you know like he buys her lattes and breakfast and not that like that's sort of his love language is I guess what I'm trying to say is like that's right, how he shows like his and he'll say I just don't want you I just I just need you to be at tip-top shape so that you can OOP detect right. really, absolutely and that's right. one thing that bothers me about Mac and I'm not saying that she owes Baron's like anything because no you know, she doesn't that's, that's not how it works um it's more right. of like I feel I feel like she doesn't sometimes appreciate um, because they're both so stubborn 
and they are. I think that she takes the stubbornness in in an yeah in in a not so not like a negative way mm-hmm. sometimes when like you said it's like his love language like he's you know I think too he's trying to teach her shit and she doesn't appreciate it because she's right. always been sort of handed shit like right. her entire life she's been like sort of a blonde babe in small town uh, Georgia right mm-hmm. Georgia and so yeah, she's Georgia. Yeah. And so she never really had to work for anything and he's not giving her exactly what she wants when she wants it. Like she gets mm-hmm. answers eventually or he'll drop hints at her because he's like fucking closed right. up yeah. for a reason. He has to be for a reason closed up like that, you know? Now, Absolutely. could he stand to be a little nicer? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of could course. she stand to grow a bit more of a backbone? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Maybe. Not be so spoiled all the time. Bless her heart. She is getting better. She is getting better. And she is fighting like hell, you know, obviously towards the end of the book. I don't, like, she couldn't help any of that shit whatsoever. Right. Right. Fuck the, fuck the Seely princes. They suck. Mm. Right? Take a drink. Mm, well, I need another drink. Damn. Uh, I forgot. Adam! I don't. No, we'll leave him alone wherever he is at right now. He kept coming in here and he's like a little kid. He's like, Are you on yet? Are you on yet? Are you on yet? I'm like, Adam, <laughs> go in there. <laughs> yeah, but close about the start. Gee. Um, goodness, bless his I heart. like we still call it book club to ourselves, but to like, <laughs> it's called three reads in a pod to everywhere else. I literally told Jacqueline, Hey, I'm going to go record book club now. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm not like, I'm going to do the podcast. To or- be Maybe three reads. For us, it's been the book club since 2019. So literally, it's our book club. So yeah, right. Absolutely, it just cracks me up some. But it's it is funny. Heather, your thoughts on Barons? I feel like we haven't heard enough from you about him, and I'm um, interested. I think they're going to end up doing the dirty, and I think they have a lot of good tension. I like Barons personally. He is an asshole, though. But I do like him. I can't help but like him. I kind of married an asshole. He's kind of asshole-ish, but I like him anyway. He's really sweet sometimes, too. Don't get me wrong. I love my husband. He's a good person. A good thing about some of the assholes out there, not all of them, of course, but some of the ones that we end up loving, you know, they they Mm -hmm. have their asshole moments, but then when they're sweet, they're so sweet. And you're like, you're just the cutest thing. But then when they're assholes, you're like, this is why I watch murder mysteries. (laughs) So I know how to dispose of you later if I want to. (laughs) So... Just kidding. I'm not kidding. Mm-mm. Anyway, so you think that there, he is asshole-ish. He has his, those tendencies. Yeah, um, I am very excited to learn more about him. Like what he is. I need to um, be patient, girl. It's going to be a minute. That's really sad. I like your voice right now, Heather. It reminds me of like if you were to call potentially like a uh, the sex, the sex phone. I was operator. thinking ASMR, but fair enough. Oh, ASMR is good too. I mean, I don't call a lot of sex operators, but do they even exist anymore? I, I bet they do. But I keep thinking of that, and I'm like, man, it's so sensual. But ASMR, yes, that's a better, better use. I've been listening I'm to a, a lot of ASMR. Good to girl, go sleep. promise. <laughs> I love it. I love like the slime ones. Oh, the slime are fun. Um, where they 
play with slime. I say that like I listen to a lot of them. I found one, and it's an hour and 40 minutes, and I haven't finished it because I keep falling asleep, but I keep listening to the same one and detour from the Faith Beaver yeah. a little bit. It's Latte. She's fantastic. I don't know if you've listened to her at all, but it's Latte ASMR, and it's the Winter Hibernation Clinic. So you're like a bear. Or some kind of furred critter that goes to into hibernation for the winter. And it is deep into winter and you have not hibernated yet. So you go to her clinic and she walks you through like an instruct. Like she does her. <laughs> it's sounds just so cute. Very like, normal. <laughs> it sounds like, very normal. I was like, yes, I'm a bear. I need you to cut my bangs. Thank you. <laughs> cut, cut the fur around my face. Thank you, Latte. I appreciate it. It's just fun. I enjoy it immensely. You should definitely look at it. Moving on. <laughs> that is definitely the weirdest thing we've ever said on this podcast. It's been really nice to listen to, though, as, try, as far as like trying to go to sleep. Like, as I read on my phone a lot, I'll be reading, you know, books for pot, like fan, fan fiction, this stuff like this. And I, oh, it'll be God. a place where I really shouldn't put it down, but I have to sleep, so I'll put it down. But then, like, all that's going through my head is all the shit that I was reading beforehand. So then I just put on latte and I, I don't give a shit a about faith fever. I'm a bear. <laughs> First of all, this is just like the episode of Bob's Burgers where Aunt Gail can't go to sleep. So she has to create crazy scenarios oh my God. so that she can go to sleep. Oh, my God. She's like, it's the end of the world and I'm going to bed alone because there's no one else in the world. Oh and my Bray's gosh. Like, I'm a bear and you're cutting my bangs. That's why I'm going to sleep. <laughs> Same energy. Same energy. I can't breathe. Oh god. I can't either. I can't even go See, I okay, I can't lie. I have done something a little similar. I do not pretend to be a bear, although I am interested, so I'm gonna check that out. <laughs> you should. It's good. Oh Jesus. I do like though want to get really bored before bed if I also have like a lot going through my mind. Yeah. So I look up really boring stories and I reread this one story about how to make rubber garden hoses. Now I don't know. Okay, I know. Yeah, that's what you're thinking. I don't okay, know why. Second weirdest thing ever. <laughs> And so, it's so fun. And they start, and it's supposed to be really boring, but I've learned how to make a rubber garden hose in the process. It's like how it's made, only you oh. read it, you know? And I, okay. I, it's literally supposed to be made as boring as possible so that you mm-hmm. can fall asleep. And mm-hmm. I find myself halfway through the story every time, and I'm like, Sarah, you're going to have to stop. Like, mm-hmm. this is just. So, what I learned from this conversation is that if the Fae existed and the walls between us and them went down, because we know that electronic electricity and electronics and and the internet would not survive, then we would just not be sleeping. That's what I just learned. Yeah, we would not, or we could just get together in large groups and instead of role playing like Pathfinder D anD D, we can pretend to be bears. And uh, <laughs> I'll run your bear clinic, Julia. Thank you, thank you. I want to get my bangs cut. At a bear clinic. All right. You guys can come to my bear clinic. Okay. Why is it a bear clinic where you get your it's, bangs cut, though? Is it not it's a, not a bear, bear clinic? So it's it's just that you go in, they do the, she does the examination on you, and then you go to get, like, bathed and groomed so that when you go hibernate in the bottom of the clinic, you can wake up in the spring refreshed. So <laughs> they the beavers like a, hibernate. I would like to be a beaver. You can be a beaver. <laughs> No, I just was like, I'm a bear. That's where my head went. She doesn't even clarify what kind of animal oh, you are. Oh, you picked a bear. I picked a bear, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> this says a lot about your psyche. 
I have so much to say. <laughs> okay, that's just where I went. <laughs> Jesus. I want to be a porcupine. You can, can be, be a porcupine. A I don't care what the fuck you are. You can be whatever you want. I don't think I have bangs, but um, I have spikes. I don't either. Oh. You don't either? You know, I mean, it's a porcupine. It's a bear who clearly had bangs. Oh, yeah. yeah, well, not now because you got them cut. Yeah, now well, I had oh, snarls yeah. and tangles. She had to get them out. She combed me a little bit, too. <laughs> oh. <laughs> a good consensual combing on her for It was. It was. I needed it. <laughs> my hair was really matted. <laughs> my fur. My fur was really matted. <laughs> okay, we got to move on. What are we talking about? <laughs> Come out, barons. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Boom. I feel like you timed that perfectly for me to snort. How dare you? You're very it. welcome. <laughs> oh. Just, I have asthma. I'm sorry. I'll listen to this when I'm sober and it won't be this funny. I promise you that. You'll be so bored. You'll be like rolling your eyes, like, oh my God, these people. You gotta edit this shit out. Nobody's gonna wanna listen to this bullshit. <laughs> oh, man. That was oh. good. That was good. Oh, that was a good one. I liked it. I had fun. All right. We need to drink alcohol more often. We should. Once a month. We'll do it. Once a month. You got it. <laughs> That's the only time we really record these. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess we're going to be drunk forever recording. It's Sounds fun. fun. Sounds fun. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I like it. Uh, ten out of ten. I don't remember what else I wanted to talk about. Oh, <sighs> real quick. Also not super on topic, but kind of on topic. Can we talk about how we know that KMM is not from the South? And we know this because she wrote a woman from the South and hasn't talked about Dolly Parton at all. Can we talk <laughs> about that? I know the whole time, um, you know, she's talking about being blonde and into girly stuff and whatever and like her perkiness. I thought of Dolly. I thought she was going to yeah. make that parallel and she never did. No, and I'm she like, listens to everything. I'm like, I don't care. Even if you were the most like you don't like country at all, you end up liking Dolly Parton. Oh, and now yeah. we have some Alabama, uh, Alabama listeners you can tell if if I'm wrong because we're a little further north than you guys are. Uh, but in my experience, everybody in the South loves Dolly. And if you don't, then it's you're wrong. I'm sorry. It's okay. You're wrong. She's like the perfect little person. She's you wonderful. Know? Yeah. Her Twitter post from yesterday was like, I'm real and all the places that matter. It's inside that counts. <laughs> <laughs> She can she can like poke fun at herself and she makes mm-hmm. like just she's so witty and she's so smart and pretty and just so kind and all I keep thinking is man I want to grow up to be Dolly Parton yeah so. same I love her in nine to five and she oh. sings the theme so God bless she made her. the theme she was walking around the set and that clicking sound that sounds like a typewriter those are her nails oh really? like she clicks them both like both hands she'll like rub them up against each other mm-hmm. neat. You should read. You should listen to her. Not like read or listen. Watch her documentary on Netflix. It's pretty good. I learned one of her oh, bluegrass yeah. songs. It's called mm-hmm. the "The Grass Is Blue." Obviously, <laughs> but it's like she has to pretend. It's a heartbreak song. She has to pretend the opposite's true in order to get through this heartbreak. So like, uh, valleys are high and mi- mountains are low, and rivers flow backwards and stuff like that. So it's just a really, really pretty song. If you ever listen to it. You described it so well. I'm sure I I didn't, but okay. Uh, I I was, her, excuse me, 
asthma. Uh, so <laughs> I, heard, I heard not long ago that she had actually recorded a song that they're keeping in a time capsule for like 25 years in the future or maybe 50 or something. Mm-hmm. And they're not going to release it until then. Well, I, I hope to God really I'm still around, man. I know. It's awesome. I'm like, I could handle some new Dolly music after she's dead. I'd love that. I'd say, but, you know, with as warm of a Christmas as we've had in Kentucky, um, this is probably our last year. Jesus, it's <laughs> warm here, too. It was like, oh, it was God. 80 degrees in Texas, I think. And then I'm in Tennessee, so I'm not far from you guys from my, in my mother-in-law's house. And it was warm here, too. Yeah. And then, like, so, like Tahoe got nice 16 feet of snow. How yeah. Crazy. And California was cold. Cody left. An environment that was 60 degrees in Kentucky and dro- and flew to California and it was like 37. Really? Oh my God. Yes. That is bananas. We have become California. It's crazy. That's what Old I said. Gold rush. Gold rush. Time. Let's go. Also, I just wanted to say that if I was naming Dolly Parton's documentary, it'd be called I Beg Your Dolly Parton. <laughs> now that's a different songwriter who sings that song. The Rose Garden song. I beg your pardon. I never promised you a rose garden. Come on, guys. Please oh, be there I'm so, with me. Oh, I'm so sorry. It's I want fine. to be there so bad. I, I'll yeah. be here by myself, drinking wine by myself. I'm not sad. It's fine. So anyway, we're about an hour, which, you know. Oh, shit, we are. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, I have another question. Sure. Okay. Oh, guys. She, Am I here? She left us. Oh, she's gone. Am I gone? You're here a little bit. Why does this always what? happen to you? I don't know. Oh, you're back. You're back. Okay. I okay. must have hit something. Keep going. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure you can hear all the people oh, in my yes. background right now. Oh, that's okay. Invite them in, too. It's okay. Please. More the merrier. Um, <laughs> uh, what was I going to say? Oh, yes. Alina's diary. Alina, mm. The diary entries. I, we, I don't know if we mention that so what do you guys think about that i want i want opinions it's definitely interesting how they all talk about mac like they all mention her Ooh, i like that i like that it's a good yeah i don't think i put that together Mm -hmm. at some point she does talk about sex a little bit and i love i love max like you know how i know this is fake or that he had her under control is because mac i mean alina doesn't like doggy style and it's like yeah, mm-hmm. maybe she wasn't doing it with the right person. Not to be a little uncouth here, here but listen. maybe she wasn't being the right person. Listen, I mean, if it was me, that's all I'd write about. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> that's my favorite style. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mom. So, Sorry, dad. <laughs> so I, I thought that was interesting to notice. But yes, that she um, said that it was unlike her, and then there were some. I don't know. It just seemed like it has to be sad. To know what happened to your sister, to know her diaries out there, somebody's sending you these pages, mm-hmm. and then, and they talk like you said, they talk about you, and they mention how you know they want to protect you, and they can't really tell you the truth because they're trying to protect you. And mm-hmm. um, who do you think's doing it? I don't know, but I will tell you this much: I'd be really pissed. I'd be like, you need to stop reading my dot my my sister's diary. You need to stop because it's her private thoughts. You should just right? send me the whole diary back. Like, why would you keep sending me it in pages? Like, is it just to torture me? And if so, like, all you're doing is pissing me off even more. Right. But is it Barron's? Because wasn't Barron's the landlord? <gasps> he was the landlord. So let's say it's Barron's and he's keeping her angry by sending her pages from the diary. She can be she a better OOP detector? 
exactly. Okay, so we gotta we gotta a pause it for like a, a vote for Barons. Who else? Who else are we thinking? Oh, I will say Baron. Oh wait, wait. We just said Barons. Uh, I thought you meant like we were gonna vote. I was like, yeah, Barons. <laughs> any other any other suspects? I should have had alcohol. Um. Oh, you should. Christian, it's fine. You know, there's just something about Christian. I don't. He is know. very suspicious. He he sus gets for show. Because so I mean, is the dreamy-eyed guy. Can we talk about him just a little bit? I forgot. Obeying his brother. No, no, no. The dreamy-eyed guy. He shows up and tells Christian randomly? that he needs to go. Yeah, he just shows up randomly. Like he was there in the museum when Michaela got naked. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And he just shows up in random ass places. Uh, or what are you so, trying to tell us, Dillian? Nothing. He's just suspicious to me. He is sus. No, that's sus. He, I agree. Could it be I the believe. little bastard? Does he have her diary from before? That's who. That's who. Uh, Mac thinks it is. Mac thinks it's the LM Derek. Oh, Ooh, big. Did D. you say Lord Bastard? That's his name. Lord. Well, he's a Lord Bastard. That's for sure. Lord, Lord bastard. bastard and Malouf the douche. We are just really killing the game. <laughs> We're doing yeah. good. Uh, yeah, so that's interesting. Can't wait to find that out. Um, see what's going on. Yeah, I don't trust I don't trust anyone but Barons, and I know Barons has his flaws. Um, and I know he's not completely forthright with stuff, but I mm -hmm. do feel like like you said, he brought her in. He is teaching her to fight, even when she mentions to Christian, you know, like what's happening with the voice and he gets disappointed and he's like, I can't believe you would let him treat you like that. She's like, I have to was it him? No, or was it? Yeah, it was him that she mentioned that too. She's like, I have to learn to how to do voice. Yeah. He's teach and he knows by teaching her that she'll become immune to him. That's the other thing that says a lot. Like that's one of those actions speak louder than words. The fact that he's going to give you the keys to your own kingdom. Yeah, sure, he abused his power in this moment, but he's teaching you how to do it so that you'll never be in that situation with him ever again. Ever. Right. Yeah. And it's things like I know, you know, he's having her hurt herself to harm herself but like he's but that's you know, how he learned right was he had to, it, it hopping on her foot and oh gosh uh on one leg and everything it's i'm just, not gonna lie and say some of it isn't vindictive on his part like i bet some of him some of him is like i'm gonna get you back for some of the shit that you've done to me lately oh it's yeah. a teaching well, tool a, but i might as well but right. he is definitely teaching her attempting to teach her this skill right mm -hmm. yeah and uh, absolutely. Because, I mean, you can't get over the fact that after the first book, he kissed her, right? I mean, she was, like, uh, supposed to be unconscious, but we know he kissed her. Yes. Does these yes. kisses have healing effects or something? Obviously. And then he kisses her in the second one, but, I mean, you know what I'm saying. Um, yeah, this is I mean, the only time they haven't had, like, mouth-to-mouth uh, -mouth contact in some yeah. form is in this yeah, book. Yeah, I was like expecting was it. Was the whole time. Say that again, dear? She she was busy kissing Vlaine. Oh, my God. Can I just say, <sighs> what are your guys' thoughts on Blaine? I didn't like no. him when I first read the book. I'm not I did a not big like fan him of him. I'll, I'll like, Barons too... is an asshole, but he's not as bad as Blaine. And any given day, Blaine sucks. And I know he takes her to the beach and stuff, but I didn't like him. But it's all for his gain. He's not doing yeah. any of that for exactly. her. Exactly. Yeah. I think Barons would do something for Michaela. Like, he... he in See some twisted way, him buying her, her a washer and dryer. <laughs> I mean, right. you know, she gives, she literally comes in, she's like, I need three things from you. And he's like, okay. And she's like, what? <laughs> what? You're going to so didn't realize, like, she, yeah, she tricks him into going to help Christian. And he was like, ah, you got me. And she's like, yeah, I gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, learn from the best. It's like, he does things for her and says it's for him. 
Whereas Vlaine does things for her and says it's for her, but it's actually, or if Vlaine does things for himself and says it's for her. Yeah. Oh, right. I mean, and like saying that he can't really tone down his sexiness when he can really like completely turn it off if he Oh, he can. You know, and it's just little situations like that, which I thought it was so weird though. I just don't want to picture Rowena on her knees in front of Lane and thinking of any sexual pleasure that she might be experiencing. He didn't really want that from her. He just wanted to prove that he could force her to do something. And that's awful. But at the same time, I was like, Rowena, girl. Oh, gosh, that's my husband playing video games with his friends, so. And my mother-in-law's house readers, so I appreciate your patience and whatever's going on in the background. I'm not in my usual recording studio that I have in my closet, my craft room. What's he playing right now? What's he playing? I don't know. I can ask him. Yeah, ask him. We want to find out. Is it Minecraft Dungeons? Because I like Minecraft Probably Dungeons. Probably not. Is it Overwatch? I've been playing Overwatch. It's, Overwatch oh, fun. Matthew plays that a lot. <gasps> Probably not oh. that. Let me see. I- I'll check it out. I know he plays League, too, but uh, okay. I'm not a League fan. I'm going to read her lips. She said, Matthew. What are you and your friends playing Give right now? cat right now. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Matt. Matt. <laughs> Mike. Mike. Oh, I, I didn't read that one. I didn't, that one was a little more difficult. He's playing Justice League Injustice, in case you guys wanted to. Oh, that's a All good right. one. That is a good I one. I like Straight Starfire on. is my favorite. Okay. Oh, but Sarah I, says Starfire is her favorite. Okay. We can talk about this after we're done recording, guys. Our readers don't need to hear all this. Sorry, sorry, sorry. My he deepest said he, bit, he beat the shit out of my brother-in-law, Mason. And yes. what else? With Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. And he was Green Arrow. That sounds about right. Mm. All right. See, I Love like you. Supergirl. And, and uh, Supergirl is like the, she can like transport people out of skin. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Go ahead. So, yeah, that's what he's playing in case you wanted to know. <laughs> we did. We did want to know. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed this book. Can't wait to get to the fourth one. Mm. I want to find out a lot more. I have I have so many questions. It just never ends. Mm-hmm. It's not going yeah. to end. I, I, I think I'm going to keep marking keep stuff. Starting the next one. Yeah, I think I'm going to keep marking the the certain passages that I think that when we understand more about certain people, we come back to them. I think it'll be really rich discussion. Rich discussion. Would so. love that. I appreciate that on your end. Yeah. God bless effort. you, Bella. Well, it's been really helpful for me because the first time I read through some of this stuff, I was like, man, I just really didn't understand it. But coming to the end of the series completely and then coming back and rereading all of it with fresh eyes is just totally different. Mm -hmm. So, Yeah, I think, too, um, one thing about Vlaine, when I'm listening to the audiobook, I don't really like the way that the lady does the different voices for the men, like mm-hmm. Barons and O'Banion and Vlaine and everybody. So it's hard for me. I think I might just, I'm probably, it's easy to listen to. Don't get me wrong. I don't dislike it. In, uh, but I I don't know. The way her voice is and the way Vlaine is together, it just makes me dislike him more. <laughs> you know, that's one of those things. So uh, maybe next time I will read it not in her voice and see how i feel i'll, I'll still dislike him but I you don't have of... to dislike him just because i disliked him I just... oh no i dislike him okay uh, yeah i agree i feel like he uses her as a means yeah, to he his. uses her that's all it is that's like he exactly. gives her in this book is it this book or the last book where he explains why he gives her the belly chain all the time when they're in the 
I don't specifically remember that. I know know the belly chain you're talking about, but I don't know. He always gives her a belly chain. She asks at one point why he does that, and he tells her, and it just pisses me off to the nth degree. Mm, if he said it, the ground I forgot it. But I, we'll 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 read a couple. Books it is sometimes if it's up. not if we haven't talked about it yet, then it will show up before the fifth book. I know that much. Okay, okay. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, definitely want to check that out. Or in the fifth book, but not past the fifth book, I guess. Mm-hmm. Alrighty. Any final thoughts? Any other things before we wrap this puppy up? Read this book. Read this book with us. Read it. It's read so along. Fun. We want you to be here for our journey. A journey to the fairy journey. world. Yeah, I like Charlie that. It's all about the journey, Charlie. <laughs> so you guys are making this joke, but I swear to Christ, anytime I lose my phone, I just walk around saying, ring, 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 ring. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> ring, 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 ring. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Ring, 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 ring. Your calls are disconnected. I do that. And I do it in that order, just like that, looking for my phone. The people look at me funny. I'm like, listen, if you don't know Charlie the Unicorn, then I don't know if we can be friends, man. Oh, that and old Greg. Old Greg, stop. Oh, jeez. My man, China. Thank you, Kayla, for showing us those two things, because I'm pretty sure that came from her. Oh, yeah. Uh, Well... Uh, my good friend Whitney showed me old Greg, mm. but I think you guys showed me Charlie. And if not, then it was Whitney because she was my YouTube. Oh yes, uh, and then she married an old Greg. But didn't you just? <laughs> she was also raised by one. <laughs> Lots of Gregs in her family. Oh goodness! Oh God, she was. I forgot. Anyway, so it's okay. I married the first boyfriend I ever had that didn't have the name Tyler in his name, so that's fun. Strong work. Yeah, strong work. good. Ten out of ten. Highly recommend doing that. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean. I'm, I have a Tyler and my brother, and it would be super awkward. He's precious. I love him. And I just couldn't, like, it's, He was my Valentine's for many years. Like, he would bring oh, me a Valentine, and I would get him something, too. He's literally an angel. He is he the is a precious, best precious little soul. fella. He's my favorite. He's my favorite. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, Adam's middle name's Gregory, but that's all I wanted to say. Oh, <laughs> That's, I was getting there somewhere. So you have an old Greg, too. That's basically where you're going for. There you go. Yeah, his dad's name was Greg, too. So, um, there you go. Uh, it, was, it was fun. So he was also raised by Greg. I forgot these things until we brought this up just now. I don't know when I'm... It's funny what drink. the brain does. Like, it just buries shit, and then you're just talking about random stuff, and it just comes back up. Yeah, okay, like, brain, oh, where are you hiding that one? And what fold of my cerebellum were you just, like, tucking that away? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you Very bring that good. out? Yeah, I'll ten. Okay, so we liked it. <laughs> we want other people to read it. We liked it. We read it. We want more readers to read it. Yeah, and we will good. continue reading. And, you, them. and the thing is, like, once you guys get into the Facebook community, and I don't get on Facebook un- unless I'm getting on Facebook to get into the the community of people that run the the facebook page for kmm stuff it's a beautiful community it's very welcoming there it's just so sweet and the memes are on point i can't even so i love memes we can create our own memes memes (laughs) (laughs) not weird at all put them on t-shirts make merch okay so (laughs) that's the running joke is that we should have merch and we don't (laughs) buy our merch that we Pitch. don't have. <laughs> that we're going to have it at some point. At some point. Whenever it happens. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, thanks, Dobby. Oh. <laughs> Is that what you were 
We'll do some socks. <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. Oh, God. I love it. <laughs> oh, Jesus. All right. So uh, who's going to sound us off? Like, let us say goodbye. I'll do it. I'll do it. Okay. Sounds good. All right, fellow readers. It's time to say goodbye. goodbye. Remember to check our Instagram for upcoming reads and the casting list. A big thanks to all of our wonderful listeners. Our co-host, Heather, which is myself, for writing our theme song. Dylan, who created our logo, Cynthia, who creates our episode art, and our respective life partners for their unwavering support. We hope you enjoyed this episode and that you'll join us next time. We join the page. Damn. Turn the page. (laughs) 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 Bye, guys. Bye.